Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. I'm Press. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on how to be the change we want to see in this world and much, much more. Prayers was popping, baby. Hey, Jules, man. Good over here, brother. Man, it's hot as fuck outside, but other than that, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that summer, hey, we had some, some, some little cooler weather week before. Now it's jumping back up, man. That's the, that's the summer for you. But yeah, it's, not too, it's not too bad, right? I don't know, man. I tried to run yesterday. Boy, that thing hit me. I, I got about two miles into my run because I'm ramping back up because, you know, I had that injury. And, okay. And Jules, I, Jules okay. you know, it's, I, it's tough for me to admit this, man, but I had to tap out on that third mile. I was like, I can't do it. Damn, it was getting, it was getting mm. to me, Jules. I had to finish that shit on the treadmill at the crib. Okay, okay. So how, how's the... How's the injury come on? How's the foot come on? It's good, man. You know, I, I haven't re-aggravated it. It's, you know, just I'm trying to get my stamina back now. You know, I feel like the, the okay. foot is good. I don't feel any soreness. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go, man. I feel like I'm about 95%. I'm, you know, I'm getting back in there. Oh, oh, we, oh, yeah. 95 is good. Sucks. Shit, Sucks. 95 is a lot of, lot of <laughs> man, I bet you a lot of people out there wish they was at 95. <laughs> <laughs> as long as, as, long as, I, as long as I have to break my foot off of somebody else, I'll be good, man. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, man. I want you, I want you going on this show. Like, like man, you reactivated your foot. I'm like, what happened? Man, I broke it off of somebody's ass, man. I'm like, Damn. <laughs> I'm like, Jules, you know, we, we, we talked about all this hate this world. Well, I had to give it. I had to, I had to put in some work now. Oh man! I had to add to the hate. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just pitching, breaking off in somebody's ass. Like, dude, dude, say something. I'll probably bump it to you. I'll be like, oh man. Oh. <laughs> so, so I do got a funny story for you on that, on that, on that note. I want to hear how okay. things have been going on your end. So I was covering the covering the Sky game last week. They were playing the Seattle Storm. And mm-hmm. this guy is standing right by the media table. He's recording and kind of in my personal space. And obviously COVID, right? You know, I didn't have a mask on. Okay. He didn't have a mask on, but he's real close to me, right? And doing a little bit of that coughing mm-hmm. shit while he's doing all this recording. And the mm-hmm. guy bumps the table. My laptop's right there. And he, he kind of bumped up against my laptop. The guy don't say, excuse me. And I look over at the security guard, and I just point to the security guard, like, point at the guy. 
And, and then the security comes over there, and then the guy's like, oh, he's like, oh, he can't say anything to me. He just comes and gets you guys. And I said, sir, I'm here in an official Uh-oh. capacity. And I secondly, you don't want me to have to talk to you about the situation. So I wanted someone else to take care of it. I said, but you have a great mm-hmm. day. Yeah. So then he's like saying, like, he's like, if we were to hear, I'd kick your ass. Oh, snap. Yeah. And then wait, it's, it's, wait, so wait it's, a minute. Yeah, Press. Go, go ahead. <laughs> Press. Press. Yeah. I my man must be my man's must be doing some lines in the bathroom. Because <laughs> nothing about you. The people that's listening, nothing about prayer said whooping an ass in the same sentence to him. Not to me. No. My man is jacked, and not only that, he got a looks to kill. <laughs> I don't know what my, he he must be. He was sniffing too much. <laughs> he that must have something in that vape <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> I, uh, but I I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just I could I can't believe no. that man. <laughs> No, that ain't no interrupt because because I was like kind of appalled. And the there's a girl that sits on the media table, sits at the media table next to me. She was even kind of like laughing herself. Like when he said that, she was like, "Yeah, it's not gonna happen." Like basically, like to your point, like yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I went right back. I, I went back looking at the game. I was like, "Man, I ain't got time for this stuff." Because you, you and I, we talk about this all the time. Imagine audience with Jules at work, some of the things that he hears from folks. And sometimes you just got to ignore that shit, man, because if you just let any little thing that people say to you, man, you'll be out here ready to fuck somebody up. They're like, I ain't got time for you. Dude. Right. And it's funny, the security guard was like, all right, sir, you got to leave. So they kicked him out of the arena. Oh, good. All I wanted them to do is just get out of my personal space. That's it. Like, what you doing? Like, if you want to take all, all these right. good pictures of, the, of what's going on, then buy some seats down there. If not, the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I, and I got a call file on, I, I got a call file on with trust and a security team. Because I'm like, y'all shouldn't just be letting people just linger around the courtside area. Like, come on now. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I see. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Damn, oh. man. That's a hell of a story, dude. Yeah, so, he was, I was, so that was I haven't been I haven't been threatened in a long time, man. You said we weren't at this game. He kicked my ass. And I, 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 I chuckled. Damn. I was like, oh damn. I'm like, you big man. <laughs> but see, that's how that conflict <laughs> happened, right? But that's how that conflict happened, Jules. Because sometimes when you see things happening, you be like, man, what the hell did that fight happen about? It's because somebody popped off the mouth, or somebody was like, oh really? <laughs> see me? I'm like, at this point in my life, Jules, and you and I joke about this a lot. I don't want no damn problems. So it is what it is. Right. right. Okay, cool. You got it, sir. It you you would kick my ass. But I guarantee you, you come over here and put your hands on me. Mm. Brother, brother, brother. Man, listen. Hey, fake Zimmerman came at you. We still haven't seen him. <laughs> we still haven't seen him. Yeah, Chris, I know you did somewhere because you ain't, never, you ain't never brought him up. You ain't brought him up ever after that incident. So I know you did something. <laughs> Either you or Dub won. Dub ain't just shit. He let that man eat my goddamn food. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we, hey, we got hey, hey, we got to give our man a name, man. From yesterday, Mr. Kick-Your-Ass, man. We got to give him a name, man. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm a. What's the what's the male version of a Karen? That's what he was. Oh, yeah, that, man, that's a good question. Audience, yeah, audience, let us know because I don't, I don't know what the male version of Karen. We hear everybody talk about these Karens, but he was a male Karen. Yeah, right. Male male version of a Karen. Is it like Eddie or something? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good question for the, for the fans, man. Help us out. Maybe a Scott. Scott sounds like a, a, a name of somebody. Scott. That's, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm sorry, audience, if we got any Scots out there. I don't mean to be coming for y'all, but that Scott sounds like a name right. of somebody that uh, probably got picked on a lot in school and, uh, you know, got some right. little dick energy. That's how this guy kind of came off. Little dick energy. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Okay. Um, that's his problem. Him and his wife's problem. Damn. <laughs> I bet you she's still, she, she still up every night wishing she had a real man. Dude, right? She like, Lord, one of these days. <laughs> oh. What are these you know, days? I, see, I, I, I see feel something. To, yeah. She was, she was like, I wonder, I, I wonder how that, I like the way, I like how Prez handled himself down there. I wonder how he handled something else. <laughs> She did, she, she's thinking about prayers. She's thinking about prayers. Went into went into it. You know what I'm saying? She calling prayers now. Damn boy, hey, hey boy, hey, watch your back, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what did that dude show to man, another coming, game? Man. What if he What if he showed to another game and fucking run up on me? That'd be fucking hilarious. Oh. Bro, you <laughs> can't put nothing past people now, man. People are crazy out here. Yeah, I tell you yeah, one thing. No, you're right. You gotta keep an eye on them. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing, though, no, man. Shit, you get A. <laughs> Jules, I, I try, I change the leaf around here, man, but I still have those ways, and they still come out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, don't go, they don't go too far. Uh-huh. They don't go too far. But, dude, you used to be around me when my fucking temper was like a trigger. It'd be like the littlest thing used to set me off back in the day. You remember that shit? Now nah, I kind of oh, yeah. mouthed out. Well, you remember we used to play them yeah. pickup football games, man? Hey, man, it didn't take much Dude. to set me off, bro. Nah. Yeah, sometimes we, we get older and we get simple. <laughs> yeah. You know, because we realize what's really important, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that male Karen, man, that, that dude, he just needs to get his situation right. See, you weren't mad at me, sir. Karen. Yeah, you weren't mad at me, male right. Karen. What you're mad about is the fact that you got a little-ass dick and your wife ain't happy. That's what the whole thing was about. Right. You and I figured it right. out. Right. He deflected, man. He was deflected. Yeah. Right. He just deflected. Yeah. All that all that energy. You want to kick yeah. my ass. How about you learn how to beat up some shit? How about that, sir? Yeah. I guess, you know, I don't know if you need some pills or so or pump or something. I don't know, but <laughs> you know. I guess there's I guess he I don't know, man. I don't know what to say about male male Karen. Just don't be uh threatening my man, my man prayers now. I'm telling you. But hey Jules, I'm gonna keep an eye on that. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep my head on the swivel now because I remember what he looked like. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, call hey, call me, man. I'll come up there to win trust. I appreciate it. Cause they you know, they normally have um some, you know, I don't know if they no, they are regular cops. They like on duty cops. Sometimes they be at the games, but they weren't at this game. It was just security. So okay. I, I don't know when they okay. like I don't know how they determine when those cops show. Maybe those are just night games because this game was like eleven o'clock in the in the morning. But maybe I wonder if the cops only are there like at those night games. Mm, okay. 
but they do they do patrol that uh the perimeter of the stadium. They're always outside. Yeah, so there's a uh, there's a unit. Uh, uh, um, they like it's kind of like an event unit that goes to every basketball, football, uh, 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 soccer, hockey. So they have they have units that be around there to help with traffic or anything. You know, make sure nothing pops off. Uh, I forgot the name of CRT as a crowd crowd response team. I think it's I think it's CRT crowd response team. Hey, man, I should. I should pull in there, man, so I can be out there and hang out and watch the games. I'll, I'll do no work, prayers. I'll you do should, no work. Man. I'll be in the stadium somewhere. Joe's over there, like, he like prayers, man. Any more food there in the back? <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. That's where I be at. I said, look at this fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> over there, supposed to be working. He's supposed to be on point. He on post. He over there eating the damn foot long. Yeah, look this one. <laughs> Look at him over there dipping that Italian beef. What is he doing right now? Yeah. Is that beer in his hand? He don't even drink. What are you doing? Yeah. With a beer in his hand? <laughs> I'm like, that's that's actually that's actually mine. I just can't hold it at the media table right now. Damn. Okay, cool. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> but man, what's been going on with you, bro? Enough about me. Oh man. Nothing. I finally got the missus her her offices done. Got the got her her dressers and desk up and chairs and shoe racks out of you know, carpet. That was a quick project, bro. Wait, wait, wait. You oh, finished that already? Oh yeah, man. I well, when you got somebody got a whip, I mean, uh, ain't nothing else <laughs> I can do. <laughs> Damn. She, she was she was she was cracking that bad boy too. I was like, oh, yeah, yes, yes. Sir. <laughs> I'll take care of it, ma'am. Oh, you are a fool. But I ain't gonna lie to you now. So yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you now. That was a quick turnaround on that project. The missus, you better be very happy. Very happy now. <laughs> what she said? Oh man, she's 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 excited. She like how everything is set up. And she rearranged everything she wanted to rearrange and had me move and do this and that. So cool. And at the end, she was like, yeah, so you can come up from that basement. You can put your, your laptop and you can do your podcast up here on my desk. It's big enough. It's, it, like, it like wraps around like a, like a sectional type desk. Mm. So I was like, cool. I said, look at that. I'm out the basement. Look at you coming up out of the basement. Okay. <laughs> I started from the bottom. Now I'm here, man. Now you here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Love that. Well, dude, hey, Jules, props to you, man, for getting work done, man. Because I tell you, you hear so much that, man, we get, you know, there's so many stories you hear about men and women and give them flack, like, oh, he starts the project, never finishes, then starts another project, or men don't do this around the house. Man, my man, Jules, over there getting shit done. Oh, yeah. It's easy with some motivation. Cause she almost broke a foot off in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you are awful. no man. <laughs> See, no, it's cool. But hey, hey, happy wife, happy life, man. And that's and that and that's real. That's real. Mm-hmm. You, they, you said ain't no if you no buts about that one, man. Oh, man. But I'm glad now that you could use the office. She allowed you to. Because at first, we thought that she wasn't going to let you use the, the office there. So, all right. Uh-huh. 
Oh, yeah. So now we all good, man. There you go. See, Jules over there trying to build up some brownie points. I know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> now, for all you men that's married out there, listen to this. Do what I do. I ain't going to steal you wrong now. I ain't going to steal you wrong. You're getting them brownie points, man. So just in case you mess up, you can just bring that back. Well, remember, I, I put that uh, office together for you. And mm -hmm. I brought all the desks and tables and chairs up all by myself. I had no help. Nope. And also, <laughs> and also too, now, fellas, you do the projects to the satisfaction of them. That's when the grown man gifts come now. Just trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go, grown man gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And I approve that message. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. And I second it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Let's get into the episode, Jules. So okay. today's episode, audience, we got a lot of mailbag questions to get through because, you know, we want to be thoughtful in that Jalen Walker discussion that Jules and I had. And we were definitely appreciative of a lot of the feedback that we got on that. And a lot of people really enjoyed that part of the conversation so we didn't want to try to squeeze in other mailbag questions so we figured just do them today so our fair or foul okay. our fair or foul comes over from Devin from Brooklyn New York and Jules he wanted to know fair or foul on the husband or significant other that refused to let Salt Bay feed his woman stick so audience if you guys are aware Salt Bay is the, the guy sits up here and sells all this expensive gold-crusted steak, and it's an experience that he comes to your table, cuts it up, and then he feeds it to the woman at the table. So my one guy, he paid for that experience, but he told Salt Bay, no, sir. Well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing I need to understand, Prez. Okay. When you pay for this experience, are you, you, also, are you also paying him feeding this meat to your... Uh, to your, your, your significant other, your wife or spouse or whatever. Yeah, that's part of the experience. See, hey, that's, see, that's on him. That's on him. I ain't paying nothing where another man putting some 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 meat in my wife's mouth. <laughs> only one, there's only one meat that's going in, there's only one that's going in her mouth <laughs> that's being fed. <laughs> and that's by me. <laughs> Out of uh, salt bay, I'd have, I'd have moved his ass out the way. No, I'm feeding her. <laughs> Thank you. You can go back and go go cook in the oven. I'm I'll go cook in your kitchen. I'm feeding this one over here. <laughs> Gonna put some meat down my wife's mouth. Well, you must be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so 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 here's the thing, man. It's foul. It's, it's I mean, here's the, I don't even know how to answer this damn thing because my man bogus, man. You know what's going. He knows what's going to happen if he paid for the experience and he paid for Salt Bay to put the, to feed his wife, the, you know, a piece of meat. Right. I wouldn't have paid for that, man. But, you know, so he was doing what he's doing. So I guess it's it's fair for Salt Bay to do it because that's the experience. But follow my man because you paid for it and get mad. Right, right. You know what, Jules? I agree with you. Now... I'm still laughing at you with the with, with the because you said what every man out there is thinking, right? And, and that's definitely true. And I 100 percent basically agree with that. I fucking co-signed that. But I see fouls on both sides. First of all, it's fouling the guy okay, okay. for having that experience. So you spent all that money just to say no, no, sir. 
Well, the joke's on you because you paid for him to come out. Right. Secondly, <laughs> I think it's kind of foul on Salt Bay because I think he be doing a little too much with that feeding that steak in these women's mouths. Now, I've seen videos of these women twerking for the meat and doing all this crazy shit. I wish somebody that I was with is sit up here twerking for another man's meat. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'll leave your ass in that goddamn restaurant. So for me, I, I call foul on both. So to, to your point, Jules, okay. don't bring it there to that experience, man. If you go sit up here and try to be on that. See, I, when I saw that clip, I thought they were just trying to go viral. Because you know how some people be trying to do shit where they can post it on the internet. And, and right. That's what yeah. I thought. That's how it kind of came off to me. I mean, I know a cat, man, that they went and had that whole experience at this dude's restaurant. And they, they, it was like a party of like six of them. And they dropped like $3,000. And they got that, that mm. salt big experience. It's like a golden tomahawk steak. Yeah, I, I, saw, yeah, I saw the pictures of it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, Perez, I, now I'm, I'm confused because looking this thing up, they, you know, they rated it as the worst place to go eat. <laughs> I did see that. You too. know, look, I don't know if you had seen that, but I saw yeah. it. When I looked at what well, so what what do we what what's the big hype because he's feeding he's feeding what I don't know what he's doing. Is he caressing the meat inside these women's mouths up? I don't know what the, I, don't, I don't know what the experience, but I ain't gonna find out either. <laughs> Jules, you said no thanks, huh? Come on, so babe, do it to me. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting, so babe. <laughs> now this is my thing too now. I'm, I'm gonna be devil's advocate on this because first of all, I ain't taking my lady okay. no shit like that. First of all, if, if we want to no, go to that restaurant, no. we go to that restaurant. But Salt Bay, he goes stay his ass somewhere else because if I'm right. ever with somebody and she gonna sit up there and accept some other man's uh, get feeding her some steak like that right in front of me, then what the hell does mm-hmm. she think about this, Jules? What else? What, what else she accept? Yeah, dude. Yeah, because who like what's the big idea? What's the fascination about it? I don't know. What's man. so fascinating about it? Like somebody, somebody chop up some steak and like here, here you go. Was he putting? Is he giving him by finger or whatever? Like I like what like you said, press this this my this my girl, my lady, and you accept? No, what you a thought? I'm like man, only thoughts do that, man. I mean, man, like what? I'm just trying to say, you know, I'm not, man. That's, so that's what I, yeah, and that's what I've seen. The ones that I've seen up here twerking at, at the restaurant for some steak. Like damn, you ain't never had no steak before. What are we doing? Yeah, right. Over there twerking for some steak. What the hell? What the who? Who am I with? I'd have left your ass there. And, hey, you you pay this motherfucking bill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Since you want to, but I will take that time I steak to go. Hey man, wrap yourself. <laughs> you said go ahead and wrap that up. <laughs> wrap that up for me. Yeah, it's on, it's on her since she want to dance or twerk. Well, twerk for that steak, then girl. <laughs> <laughs> Go dance for your food. <laughs> yeah, dance for it. <laughs> oh, man. Boy, you a food friend. <laughs> I would say it's foul on both, man. You can't sit up here and pay for an experience okay. and get mad at the guy for coming over to do the experience. But I also think Salt Bay, uh-huh. you need to knock it off, man, because I be seeing him, too. He come over with them, them glasses on. He be giving all that eye contact to the woman while he feeding them steak. I don't like all that. Don't be doing all that shit, bro. See, what's going to happen is you go, you go, somebody going to fuck you up one day. You don't look at no man's woman like that. All that deep eye contact. No, like you put no. fucking meat in her mouth. Come on, bro. 
Right. You know what you're doing. He definitely he definitely know what he's doing, Jules. He, he he's towing the line. Doing, he's towing the line. See, South Bay, man, he's like, remember how Charlie Murphy said about Rick James? I think South Bay is an habitual line stepper, bro. Uh-huh. That, that's, uh-huh. that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Listen, I've been mad for the guys in them videos to pay for that shit. I'm still like, bro, how long your wife been emasculating you? This shit, this you you think this shit okay? You paying for this? Is she all excited? Right. What are we? Right, right. I, I, in a way, I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm in a lot. In, in a way, I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm, I'm heated because I'm like, wait a minute. I feel like my manhood is under attack. My masculinity, like, what that's what man? I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> what the? In my face, you doing all this? Right. I'm like, now, it's different. You go, she, you, your lady go out as a group of girls and they pay for the experience. Hey, what I don't know, I don't know and I, it won't hurt. I don't know about right, it. Right, because it ain't but in your I'm face. With you, I'm taking you out. Yeah. I'm taking you out and then this dude do this to you and you accepting it and, and liking it. Oh, we got problems. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you that we got problems. Uh, but see, the, uh, but the, but the point is, you ain't gonna pay for that. You not gonna pay for that experience. You may take the wife. Y'all may go to the restaurant, but you like, ah, we ain't doing all that. Mm. Interesting, interesting, interesting times, Jules. That's all I can say. Yeah. Uh, hey, I know what I, I know. What I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. People, they 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 do some weird things out here. And they expect. A uh, different result. It's like no. First of all, I'm never taking you nowhere like that, so it's never going to even be a thing. Right. And secondly, I feel like men out there don't set yourself up for these situations, brothers. Come on now. See, you sit mm-hmm. over here leading to your own demise. You lead to your own, your own demise. You see who this woman really is. Some people may say, yeah. oh, that's, "That's a good thing." Yeah, it probably is, but you're over there breaking your heart at the same time. A soft big pulling up on your woman. Man. Crazy, Man. bro. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of which, which leads us, which leads us to our first mailbag question. <laughs> and this one was a doozy. So, Jules, okay. this one comes over from Davion from Akron, Ohio. And he wanted to know, did Michael B. Jordan dodge a bullet when Lori Harvey broke up? <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah, he did. <laughs> Let's be honest. Hey, listen, she's beautiful. Come from a you know Harvey. Well, you know, come from got good background and you know family, good family, whatever. Well, the mama was a killer too, so she, she, yeah, the apple didn't fall. Yeah, far from you the, know, yeah, didn't fall far from the tree. She, you know, but listen, when every time you get a woman who's da- who dated a father and son. That should have that should have been red flags there, because she was messing with P Diddy and then mess around with Justin, wasn't she? That's what they allege. Yes, allege, I guess. Yeah, but it, but, it, it, but isn't that isn't that crazy? On that on that alone, Jeez. on that alone, and she messed with 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 Future and Future got eight and nine kids from different people. Listen, hey. She may be fine. She may be, you know, you know, uh, established and all that stuff, grace and everything. But no, that background on, on her, who she dated. Uh-uh. I, first of all, I wouldn't, even, <laughs> I wouldn't even mess with that. I wouldn't even touch it. <laughs> so yeah, 
you know, as you'll get a handshake from me. Hey, what's going on, look? Get, <laughs> so get a handshake from me. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But, you know, yeah, so my, the, the, the answer to the question, yeah, he dodged one. Well, you know what, Jules, you bring up so many things that I want to unpack. The first part that you had me over here cracking up is the fact that, yeah, she has had a little bit of a checkered history there with the, her date sits, right? <laughs> this is uh, all I'm going to say. Now, I know guys are allowed to go out and kind of be playboys, like Future, right? Future is known uh -huh. as being toxic uh -huh. and a cheater and all these other kind of things. But Future is basically people give him props for that persona. <sighs> now, okay. everybody's over here, now, everybody over here coming at Lori Harvey. Now, I'll tell you one thing. I don't have a problem with what she's doing. It just wouldn't be mm -hmm. my girl. It just wouldn't be my girl. Exactly. Right, 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 right. There's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference. So, so I ain't knocking uh -huh. it. It's just not for me. Mm-hmm. See, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you one thing, man. That's why I ain't going to be fit for no, to be no Hollywood cat, Jules, because you out here trying to date some girl, and you sit in a restaurant, and she probably fucked like 15 to 20 people to sit inside the damn restaurant. I ain't built like that. Mm-mm. See, these athletes are famous people. They just pass these girls around. So this person probably was fucking a girl last week. Now it's your turn. It's like, I, I ain't built like that. No, no. So to no. answer your question, Davion, of course he 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 bit a bit, uh, he he uh, dodged the bullet. But I tell you one thing, you can tell that that relationship, it bit something to Michael B. Jordan. And for that part, I, I feel bad for him. Because I remember when he showed up to the Lakers game, and he looked rough. He didn't have his haircut. He's out there growing like a little goatee. And I'm like, man, every time I used to see Michael B. Jordan, the brother was clean. I'm like, this, this breakup is it's clean, fucking man. with him. I'm sure he was shaking it off now, now. <laughs> but I'm saying at that time, mm -hmm. he took that shit hard. And so I'm not going to sit up here and make fun of the man, because I know there was people out there that was clowning him, and, oh, he got dumped by Lori Harvey, and, you know, he had cake and this and that. I'm sitting up here like, first of all, <laughs> no. Michael B. Jordan can have any female out there in the world, including your girl. So don't get his shit right. out here. Right. Right. He all, you know, got that, you know, that, that pretty boy look and all swole and stuff, money established. I mean, come on, man. The brother got it going on. Mm -hmm. You know. But this, <laughs> but this is the thing. Lori, I, I, Har Lori Harvey, though, Jules, 25-year-old girl. Michael B. Jordan, you're in your 30s. Y'all in two different places in your life. She still want to mm, go out there right. and, and do her thing. Michael B. Jordan, it seemed like he wanted to settle down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, she's 25 where, yeah, you know, she clearly wants to do her thing, but I, Michael B. Michael B. put a lot of eggs in that basket, man. He sure did. And who knows? She might have been deceitful. She might have showed him, like, yeah, she can be, she can be this, this, this woman he's looking for. This, you know, his, his soulmate. You know, the one that that compliments him. But in the end, it always it, it comes out that she probably she couldn't do it. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm just speculating. But right, right. Uh, I mean, which is evidence where hey, they on their separate path. But I mean, I, 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 I the 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 checker pass on who she been dating alone. <laughs> I, I I know we we change when we get older, but woo, that's a rough one. <laughs> well, especially when we talking about the Diddy and his son thing. I, I, uh, if that's just true, <laughs> my God, man. 
Girl. <laughs> <laughs> man, Michael B, man, keep your head up, man. <laughs> hey, you good, man. But brother, you gonna be good, Michael B. Jordan, because you Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Come on now, right? Just go ahead. I, I ain't seen hey. pictures of. I haven't seen pictures of him in a while. But I hope you got that haircut, man. Just go ahead, and clean up, and go chill, man. Go, go, go make another Creed oh, yeah. movie. Go make another Creed movie, man. Come on, right? Right. Oh shit! But ain't got no, ain't got no worries. Yeah, but I wouldn't be worried about no damn Lori Harvey. Look at her step. Look at her damn stepdad is. Clown ass. And, and Steve Harvey had the nerve to sit up here and try to make fun of him. So I'm, I'm, I'm standing behind my stepdaughter. I'm sitting up here like, well, shit, look at your wife. Look at her history. That's why I said mm. the apple don't fall far from the tree. So, Steve, mm. you, you buried that. Good luck, sir. Damn. So Steve Harvey, anytime you see him, mm. he on TV working. He got to. You got to keep him. You got to keep that woman. Steve Harvey over here hosting shows that he don't even want to host. He is. He is on everything, ain't he? Everything. And keep that money coming in. Man, he good because I'll just do the Family Feud and that'd be a wrap for me. I'd be like, yeah, I'm good with this. <laughs> but he's on everything. Yeah, yeah. And he knows. He what? How old is Steve? Is he in his 60s? Probably. Probably. Hmm. Okay. And, and I thought it was kind of interesting that uh that uh Steve Harvey's wife is suing his ex-wife because the ex-wife made all these allegations saying that she was the other woman and all that shit. And that's why people gotta be careful out here when you're making these comments, when you're defaming people's characters. Mm, okay. It, it's all funny games to sit up here. Oh, I'm gonna drag this person. I'm gonna say all these things. Well, listen, if y'all didn't learn nothing from that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case, that shit comes back to fucking bite you. So just remember that Man. when you get on the internet, running your mouth about shit. Yeah, you ain't kidding. You are not kidding. Wow. Be careful. I see so much mm-hmm. of that shit. I see some shit on Twitter the other day. So I'm sitting up here like, well, this person real comfortable trying to drag their girlfriend. This dude somebody showing a video of his girlfriend walking on the beach with another guy. I'm like, first of all, why is your first immediate reaction to record your girl walking hand in hand with somebody on the beach? Why don't you go up and talk to the girl and say, what the hell are you doing? I mm-hmm. thought you were sick. No, you go record it, post it on the internet to embarrass her. See, it's clown behavior, bro. I get you. I, we in this, we in this uh, social media world, man. Everything just got to get posted. Everything. I, I'll never, I'll never understand the Jules. I me either. I don't even have. I don't have. I don't want that damn that shit. I don't have. I don't have none of that stuff, man. Just this right here. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't missing nothing, bro. I promise you, not missing nothing. <laughs> I hate that I have to manage all them social media platforms for the various uh uh the various shows that we have, but. You know, mm-hmm. I see things sometimes and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I just need to hire that, man. I'm like, because I'm, I'm, sometimes I get tired of seeing some of the shit people say. I'm like, man, people are sick. Mm-hmm. And, and now people joke mm-hmm. and, and, and try to get jokes off on things that's not funny. And I'm sitting there like, there's certain subjects that you should never joke about. I saw some guy, and, and we're going to get back to the mailbag questions. I saw some guy, I thought it was fucking funny. He was eating cotton candy with a fork, talking about some. 
well, my ancestors uh, did it. I'm not picking no cotton, so I only eat cotton candy with a fork. And I'm sitting here like, bro, you're trying to be cute, but that oh, shit ain't funny. Man. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> oh, okay. Because you, you, you're know. right. Because I'm looking at your soft ass. You wouldn't have been able to pick that damn cotton that the people did. You over here joking about people doing stuff. Man, I can't even imagine them 15 hour days that them folks had out there in that heat doing that. I would never crack them type of jokes. Like, what is wrong with people? No. No. Oh, they're getting beaten. Cotton, they, they cotton, uh, 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 Bush got thorns in them and bleeding. Yeah. And, you know, uh, no, that's that's nothing to make fun of. That right there is not make, nothing to make fun of. That's my point. Next mailbag question. Because yeah. I'm from Chantel. She's from the Beverly area here in Chicago. And she said, okay. how do you view Tyler Perry's legacy at Hollywood? Mm. Man, you know, Tyler Perry's a juggernaut. He's a giant, dude. Uh, producing, director, doesn't, man, you seen all the, when the man sleep, because you, you know, well, I know how he sleep. He got a lot of writers and stuff. It, it, <laughs> you know, y'all know what I'm trying to say, <laughs> but, but because he gets so much stuff, all the Medea movies, uh, all the stuff that's on BT by Tyler Perry, I can't even, I, I, you know, there's so many, I can't even name them brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles and all that stuff man i mean i mean that dude he didn't change the game on how he came up he came up not you know struggling and to see where he at now man it's just it's just it's just phenomenal i mean and then he employed a lot of a lot of blacks uh, actors and actors and stuff so i think i think his legacy is i think it's his intact genius he he look out for his people and that and then you know he also do charity work and I, I, yeah I, I would say this Jules so I want I, I got two things that I want to say two points I want to make on, on Tyler Perry first part I agree with everything you said I think he's made an influential impact on the world so I'm separating mine out the first one that I'm gonna talk about is his impact on the world then I'm gonna give it to the Hollywood shit when it comes to the world okay okay this dude's always been about helping other people we talked about food insecurity on this show. He's tried to address that issue. He's tried to help with homelessness issues. He's helped the families of George Floyd, Rashard Bank, uh, Rashard Brooks. You know what I'm saying? He's donated millions of mm -hmm. his dollars to help all of these different people and all these different endeavors. So in that aspect of things, bro, that's a big time impact. What do we always say, Jules? Uh -huh. That too much is given, much is owed, right? And so Mm -hmm. Tyler Perry, he doesn't stay there. Now, I'm going to get to the part about Tyler Perry that I feel is a little complicated. Now, okay. a lot of people credit him for uplifting black people. So, Jules, you made a good point. He employs African-Americans. He's always trying to put those people on. But the part about Tyler Perry that just, it, it really, it has always bothered me, Jules, is I feel like he puts stereotypes out there about black people and I don't like that shit. I don't want people from other cultures thinking that mm, all of our grandmothers okay. are gun-toting Medeas. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I see where you're going. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And not, and not only are you putting that shit out there, but you profited from it. Then it's all mm -hmm. the, I could do all bad, I could do bad all by myself bullshit, right? And it's just like right. every... Right. One of these movies, what's the same plot? 
men ain't shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you put, you put you narratives out there about our people. There's enough people out there that say that black men ain't shit. Why are you putting stuff out there that proves that point? Now, recently, I was watching some Martin episodes, and, and it comes on BET. Now, it's the only reason why I ever watch BET, is I told you guys all this, what I think about BET as a network. I think that shit is fucking awful. So guess what comes on the TV preview while I'm watching Martin? Tyler Perry's got some show called Bruh, and he's got a show called Sisters. Right. Right, brothers and sisters. Right, 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 right. And I'm sitting here, what is this trash? I'm looking at the damn preview of the commercial. And I'm like, I would never watch this shit. Who's watching this goddamn show? Like, and that's what I'm saying, man. Here we go again with these unrealistic stereotypes that he has in the show. So I had to go on YouTube because I'm like, okay, I was curious. I was like, let me see what this damn brush show is about, Jules. I, I, you know, looked into it a little bit. And it was just clown shit, bro. It was just a lot of buffoonery. I don't like that shit, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, how can we can't have a show, man, when we just out here changing the world? How can we can't have a show like the Cosby show? Now, I know people don't want to hear me talk about Bill Cosby. I understand. But see, that was a show. A different world. How can we can't have a show like that, Tyler? Why we got to have a show called Bruh? What the hell does that even mean anyway? Bruh. Right, bruh. See, those shows right there address issues. With Thank awful, you. with laughter. So, uh, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the Cosby. I'm talking about yeah, the Cosby. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. Um, it, and when you go back and watch it, it's like food for the soul. And it's like, like, wow, it's like breathing fresh air because what we see it now, we're seeing stuff that's a lot, it's degrading and it's it's satanic because a lot of stuff they, they playing now, we can't have our kids watch this. No, I wouldn't want my kids watch no. goddamn bro. So, uh, man, right. I, I, so I feel you in that, in that, in that aspect, prayers, when you talk about that, the flip side of that coin, with Tyler Perry, yeah, he's employing, but but what, what, like you said, the message on what what people are seeing, uh, African American shows, uh, in movies, because yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you, <laughs> man, all the movies that be watched with Tyler Perry, like God, damn, <laughs> man, we doing doing the brothers wrong, ain't you, Tyler? <laughs> yeah, he throwing throwing us under the bus, throwing us clean under the bus, and you know another thing, Jules, Tyler Perry owns a large studio. How come every time I see one right. of his shows, it looks like some damn low-budget-ass set? Bruh, you yeah, got a big-ass yeah. Hollywood studio. Why do your sets look like that? That shit look trash. It just doesn't look, to me, it looks low-budget, and it just looks like we don't have our shit together. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. And, and don't even get me started on those that whole Medea shit. I swear to God, Jules, when the movies yeah. came out, that shit pissed me off. I was sitting up here like people were talking about some, ooh, I'm going to go see the Medea play. And I was like, what's the play? Because you remember they used to do that at the Regal Theater here in Chicago. That was before he right. blew up. Right. And, mm -hmm. I, and I remember they used to play the commercials. And I'd be sitting there looking at it. And I'm like, wait a minute. What is this shit? And it blew up. But then he blew up and profited off the stereotypes. And fine. Some people mm -hmm. may say, oh, Prince, you sound like you hate me. 
Maybe. But I just know for me that if I put something out there about my people, I want it to be positive. Right, right. Uh, I, I feel you, Prez, because now you look at, you, you, well, it's, it's hard because you're promoting and people are selling and promoting, like, you know, ignorance and, 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 mm -hmm. and, and you know, other things. Because you have that, you have the, the housewives and the hip hop, uh, what, what they call it, hip, uh, hip hop Miami or whatever the case may be, or, you know, I don't know the names of these shows. <laughs> but it, but then it shows the, the, uh, you get ratings off people fighting and, you know, you're not seeing the best out of, the, uh, out of a culture. And then it's like, you don't want to send that message like, hey, these are these these people act. So if you're gonna do it, you should you should balance it out, like you said. Put yeah, out some good, you know, some 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 stuff that show positive, you know, a black a black family or whatever the case may be, successful kids going to school. Something comes up because that's the world. Something comes up because that's the world. Is it bullying? Is it drugs? Is it gangs? Is it is it is it crime? Is it uh, the broken family? Is church? Whatever the case may be, but you address the issue in that series or in that movie. And in that movie, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. which is that's not what he's doing. You know, it's just a lot of the right. same sad ass single black woman and the struggling and the man ain't shit and you know, it's just like it's mm -hmm. tired. It's the same tired plot. And I don't like it. I get you. Um, the next mailbag question comes over from Terrence from okay. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He wants to know, hey, Terrence. knowing what you know now about yourself and the world, if you could go back, mm -hmm. what would you change? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, Terrence. Oh, man. I Briz, this one right here kind of stumped me, man. Because <laughs> It's so much stuff to go back and change. I'm like, where would I start? And, and oh, what I want to ask you, God, I remember that's what I want to ask you. I want to ask you, are we can we are we going back to like 50s and 60s or whatever the case may be? Just or is it just in our lifetime? Let's let's say we can go back in our own lifetime. Let's say that. Oh, in our own lifetime. Okay, man, what would, what would I change if I go back in my oh man. Oh, man, because I had one, but it was like way back in the 50s. But, you know, oh, man, my lifetime, if I would I know what I know now, what would change? Probably how, man, probably how the school systems are now. I remember going to school and, and, and you, you, school was like second home in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, it was you, you. You was learning, and anything that come up, let's say if there's some, if there's problems in the household, you, it'll be addressed at school, and the school will will figure things out and help. Um, we took prayer out of school. Seem like seem like the kids are, are are more aggressive and fighting teachers, and and things things are just different in these schools. Prayer, some of them, not all of them, some of them. Uh -huh. And if I was, to, you know, to go back in my lifetime, it would be to keep school, to keep school, not not to change where, uh, where you where you taking prayer out of school or, or you, you got you have to have safety zones for people for kids to go to school. I, I would deal with with those issues 
nothing wrong with nothing's wrong with prayer. You know, you have guidelines. You keep the guidelines and the values in schools. I don't know why they why, why they took them out. So that I, I, I would I would that would be where, where I'll start. Okay, I mean that's the foundation. So I I can see that. Mm-hmm. Man, this one, Terrence, great question because it definitely made me really think on it. And so, hmm. I guess if I could change anything, maybe I would just go back and kind of look at my path to when I was in high school and this is my thought process back then. Because obviously, if you're telling me that I'm going to know more about the world and how the world works, or during that time, I didn't really take life seriously. You know, I was kind of just goofing around, just kind of going through the motions. I mean, school always kind of came easy to me, so I didn't really apply myself too much there. And... uh I don't know, for the most part, I just want to hang out with my friends and play video games, right? But I think if I had the opportunity to go back, I would have maybe educated myself a little bit more, surrounded myself more with people that could have helped me set me up for success. I also wouldn't have gone to college. I think that's the number one thing I wouldn't Mm. have done. What, What I learned from going to college is that all it is is a trap. And I don't want to say this to scare off any prospective kids, high school kids that listen to the show, just know that there's more than one path out there for you to have success in life. For me, mm. because I was the first person, the first male in my family to go to college, I just felt like I had to do it. You know, I had to make that accomplishment happen. But I also put myself in debt at the same time. So I think that if I could have gone back and done things differently, I would have just done a better job of basically just surrounding myself with maybe different type of cats where I could have set myself up for success. Because I didn't grow up in a, in a situation where I had the successful father or the successful, uh, mm, you know, the mom. Okay. It was just like, basically, hey, blue collar, middle class living, and that's what it is. And nothing wrong with that. But if I could go back, shit, man, I, I'd be dangerous. And so I would just try to change my approach and my attitude and the, and the way that I go about doing things. Because it took me a little longer, Jules, to do the things in this world and execute at a high level. I think if I had the ability to go back, I could have been able to make things happen a lot sooner in life. Okay, man, that's a man, that's a dope one. Yeah. Hey, he's a hey, he's a, you'd be dangerous, huh? You dangerous <laughs> and not in debt for the damn student <laughs> loans. Man, that's a dude, that's a great uh thing you brought up, man. When I know people will take a step back, like, wow, really? But you're looking at, hey. College is not for everybody. You know, there's trades and other things you can get into to be successful. You know, then the plus, man, it's expensive to go to school. It sure you is. Get, you get paid that, that money back. So, man, there's different avenues, different opportunities out there, just in case you feel like you, you don't have to do the, the, the so-called American dream, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. man, that's a good one, man. I like that one. Yeah, appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. And then, like I said, I'm, I'm not trying to steer people away, but just know that there's all type right. of, of, right. of avenues out there. I mean, Jules, I'm going to get off into something else real quick. I've had a lot of tensions on this episode, audience. I know. That's just where I'm at today. <laughs> your boy your boy got so many ideas <laughs> right now. My brain is all over the place. But think about when we were coming up, Jules. I talked about video games. Remember how we all used to post up at your crib or we'd go to other friends' houses and we would play video games? Yeah. Them, right? My mom and grandmother would both be like, get off the video games. You ain't going to make no money playing video games. And I've always cracked this joke on this show. There's kids that make millions of dollars 
play video games now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is, is that our people didn't know what they didn't know. It's not their fault. Right, right, right. Because, man, video game, boy, you talking about a, a, a business there? Right. You getting in that, man. You. I think the silver lining that I just basically just popped up on my head there is if your children or somebody in your life has a passion for whatever it is, just because you don't see how, oh, I don't know if that's going to make you any money. If it's a passion, get out of people's way and let them be. Uh-huh. 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 Or that, that and also educate yourself on it. Hey, like, hey, you know, my son or daughter really into video games. We, you know, look at it. Like, okay, then, you know, the graphics is always uh, progressing. The, 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 the game is faster. Press, remember, we, <laughs> we kept up the air with the Atari. Yeah, we did. Now look at it now. I still got oh, one. <laughs> nice. That's what's up, man. <laughs> when, when last time you played it, man? Oh, man, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, man. But it still worked. Over there. Man. Just look at just look at how how advanced and evolved the gaming system been from Pac-Man to now you can play with people in, in a different different uh, uh countries. Mm-hmm. Man. So no, that's why I thought that was a really good question. Because mm-hmm. you know, so we had a, a different variation of that question before, but this one was a little bit different in the approach. And so I really, I really like it. Oh, yeah. So, Jules, let's get into today's episode. And I thought this episode okay. was a really, really good one, or this topic was a really good one to delve into after what we discussed last week. So last week, we talked about creating opportunities for yourself. Well, this week's topic comes over from Carl okay. from Covington, Georgia. And he wanted to say, how can we all be the change that we want to see in the world? Right? So we've heard that saying from Gandhi, right? Be the change you wish to see in the world. Well, my biggest thing is, what was I just talking about earlier when it came to Tyler Perry? Now, while I did not like his approach to Hollywood, I bigged up the approach that he's done by using his fame, using his influence, and also Mm -hmm. using his personal finances. He's out here trying to change the world. And so a lot of times, there's people out here, they'll say, uh, they'll say, prayers, jewels, I don't have that kind of money. I don't have money mm-hmm. to donate to a cause. But what do I always say, Jules? It ain't about writing a check. Now, I salute those that do that. But sometimes I think it's just more important to do what there's people out here that are mentors. There's people that are mm-hmm. out here going to communities. They're helping elderly people with groceries. They're going to pick the groceries up for elderly people. There's all kinds of things that are going on that you could be doing. You can become part of a cleanup crew in your community. You know, there's times, bro, I, I be walking down the street, and I'm like, damn, people just threw bags of trash out, out, of, the, out of their car and they driving. It's like fucking McDonald's bags on, on mm-hmm. people's lawns. Mm-hmm. There was one day I just went up and down the street with a garbage bag, and I just to clean up. Nobody asked me to do that shit. It's just because I take pride in where I live, and I'm like, fuck this. This block don't need to be looking like this. Shit, we, we got some hardworking people that live in this community. Our, our laws should not look like this because idiots are throwing shit out of their cars. So my little drawn out thing of saying there, Jules, is that it's up to us to be that change. And there's things that we can do. It only have to be some major monetary thing. It's little things as picking up trash. Uh-huh. 
Right. Go work with students. I've talked about this on the show in the past. I work with at-risk youth in Chicago. I've been doing this for years. It's a passion of mine. It's a passion because it reminds me of Jules, myself, and some cats that we grew up when we were coming up, man. We had no idea what the fuck we were doing. We were fucking silly-ass kids. We were just running right. around doing dumb shit. And I see these mm-hmm. kids doing the same things. And at that age, I didn't necessarily have a mentor. So my thing is, guys, instead of sitting back and complaining about things that are going on in the world, step up, do something. There's so many opportunities where you can get involved that you can do things. And so when I saw this topic come over from, from Carl, I said, dude, this is easy. But the problem is, Jules, not enough people are stepping up to do the things, but then those first people just got something to say. The world's fucked up. Yeah, I don't get that. These kids are fucked up. Right. Go lend the hand. Mm-hmm. Where are you at? No, you're on the sideline. You know, I, I one time had someone that criticized me because I live in a nice neighborhood. Mm. And okay. it was almost like putting me down because I didn't live in the community that I grew up in anymore. And I'm like, damn, so we're not striving to do better? My first car was a Chrysler Baron. I ain't driving no Chrysler Baron no more. What, I'm supposed to still drive around the first car I had? No. <laughs> I remember that LeBaron too, boy. <laughs> hey, I was pushing that bitch, wasn't it? <laughs> hey, man, you, hey, it was clean, boy. Oh, yeah. Now out that LeBaron, man. Man, I put the little rims on that thing, boy. You couldn't tell me nothing in that LeBaron. <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, man. See, that's how far we go back. But see, you get my point, though, yeah. Jules. I ain't rolling around oh, that yeah, powder yeah, blue joint not, no not, more. <laughs> oh, you got the Maser- you got the Maserati truck now, now. You oh, got you, the Maserati oh, shut truck. Up. <laughs> shut <laughs> up. Black card and everything. <laughs> Poor Presley. Hey, man, God is good, ain't he? God he is. is. No, he is. No, go ahead. But hold on. But I'm never uh, going to sit up here unless somebody make me feel bad about being successful. Right. And just because I am successful... Quote unquote, because we still have ways that we can all improve in this world. It still don't take away from the things that I'm trying to do out here to bring some of our other young brothers and sisters up to where me and Jules are at. And so my thing is that we have a tendency in this community that we like to discredit each other because maybe one person we deem that, oh, this person, they're not, they're not connected to the, the neighborhood no more because they moved to the suburbs. No matter what my zip code is, my heart is still my heart. Mm-hmm. And I ride for mine. And Jules, you know that. Everything I talk about, everything I stand for is riding for mine. Don't matter about the zip code is. I promise you that. Man, uh, it, it goes, well, well, we all got to strive to, to progress and be better when, uh, you know, you, you can't just be stagnant and stay at the same spot, in the same location all the time. I mean, it's that vicious cycle, mm-hmm. you know, bad uh, upbringing, bad uh, neighborhood, poor schools, you know, poor job, poor life. That's the vicious cycle. Now, if you see that, you know, you don't have to stay in this cycle. You can break it. It can be broken, and then it has. And there's a lot of people out there is, is examples of that. So mm-hmm. when this question came up, I was like, man, this one right here is so deep. But it was like, okay, 
we one thing we have to do is so many it's so a lot of issues out here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we just all the thing we can do is control what we can't control some things is going to be you know just life but the things that we can control is that okay let's address this now if it's like i was talking about earlier if it's school if it's broken homes if it's jobs it's resources it's the community like say a prayer is what i can do if i see garbage on the, on, the, on, the, on the streets on the, on the grass or whatever hey i can go out there grab uh, one of those grabber things my father have uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> the little the little thing you, you squeeze it and pick it up pick it up yep. with you know you know, I get wish, you a garbage I, can. I, I wish I had wheels. one of them. I wish I'd have one of them that day. I was like, <laughs> <up>. <laughs> oh, I bet you did. Yeah, because hey, some stuff now you can't just go down and pick your hands on it. No, nah, man, I had some white gloves <laughs> on, boy. Had the white gloves on. I was so, looking. Like, I was looking like myself in the, in the beginning part of the pandemic when we was all wearing gloves and fucking masks and uh-huh. shit during that. Damn. <laughs> Not even those masks. I mean, it was full. It was, people was wearing them hazmat masks back in the beginning part. Of that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I was just saying. First and foremost, pick something that it needs to, that you want to address. Pick something that you want to address, and then go out and see what I can do. Now, I, I'm out there. Me personally, law enforcement. What I'm doing now is cool, but that's not that's not my calling. Uh, there's things that God can still use me for. He's give you, and I pray that I stay on this on this world for a good while. And, but what I'm doing out there, I, I, I take upon myself, I go a little extra and, and above and beyond just my normal duties. Now, when I go to these different calls, I try to go and I try to help and I try to edu- educate the people that, that, I can, I, that I can't help. Yeah, some people just like, hey, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it is what it is, Prince. So, but if I see a young man on the street, I got, you know, we got to look at, Press, you 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 are a successful store. You're a success. Little kids come up, look at you, and say, "Man, I want to be like Press." Without even knowing, myself, I'm out there. I want to be like Jules right there, you know, because what we do, you you you, people see you Press picking up that that garbage. Hey, they, they you inspire somebody else to do that, do something. So pick a. My thing is pick a uh, pick something. Pick something that you want to change, what you can do. That's why I go out there and I try to talk to people and and and, and give uh, resources. And because let's be honest, a lot of people don't don't have the time or don't take the time to to understand and know the laws of uh, and the rules that's going on in the city or the state or wherever. And some people just don't know. So my job is not only I'm not only there just to arrest people or issue tickets or tell somebody to get out or what case may be. Some people just don't know, and I'm there also to educate in school. In school, be like, listen, this is what, even though we have to take you in, but here's something where you can do different next time. So I took upon myself to change that. If in, that right now is rough, it might not bridge, but to kind of build this bridge, build this bridge with the, the community and also in law enforcement, I, I go out there. That's how I want to change. That's what I want to change. And I want to be the example of that, you know. I, and that's admirable. It, that's admirable yeah, because, right? Because because it, it needs to would it happen? Right. Because I say all the time, I the police we need the community. The, the, you're not the, the community is not the enemy. It's, it should be a family. It should be friends, and vice versa. We're not the enemies. 
you know, as far as law enforcement officers, we're not them. We need each other. Just in case something happened, you can come and say, hey, I know Jules. He's on the beat. Officer, Officer Jules. Hey, man, hey, listen, this is what's going on. This, okay, cool. We built that report. We, we, we know each other. And that's how we can, that's how we have a better community. Because guess what? If you have a better community, the kids can play outside and be kids. You get worried about people getting robbed and burg your home's getting burglarized. Some little girl come home from school or come home from work. She gets snatched and go in these abandoned uh, 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 buildings they have all over the, the neighborhoods. It'll be a better life, better quality of life at that too. So that's the that's where I'm at far as one thing, I've, if I can change, what can I do? And I just go out there every day at work and I just try to be an example of what an officer should be. That's that's where I'm at. And, and I like that, Jules. And you, you know, you and I have a lot of different conversations about some of the things that I think plague the relationship between law enforcement and the communities. And I think that you want to be that example, but also recognizing that these are the same communities that you grew up in, these same communities that you still live in right. to this day. You yep. want to be a you want to be a part of that change and also help to usher in maybe a new way of policing. You know, I, I do mm -hmm. think that maybe one day we can learn how to work together. I still hold out hope. And I know people may think, man, prayers you naive. But I really hope one day we can do that. I really do because I feel like both sides need each other. I always say this on the show. If some shit jumps off of my house, I got to call the police. Right. Point blank. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. But... It's not just a one-sided relationship. I think on the flip side, that law enforcement needs to understand that they work for the people. Yeah. Serve and yeah. protect. So it goes both ways. So I like where you were going mm -hmm. with that, Jules, because somebody does need to come out there and be that example. I would love to see more of those, what they used to do, the CAPS programs. And I don't know if they still do that shit, but I remember that was good because at least you knew the people, they knew the community. Like this one CAPS officer, he knew my grandmother. He would always walk over up and down the street. She'd be pushing groceries. This man be walking down the street with her. See, we don't have that mm -hmm. level of policing anymore. The police don't know the people in the community. They don't know Big Mom. They don't know the kids in the household. See, now they're looking at kids as a threat. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to know people and open up to people to be able to work right. together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. Exactly right. That's how you build a report. I, 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 funny story. I was working with a newer officer. Mm -hmm. And uh, my partner was off. And I was working with a new officer. Something happened. Uh, 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 Burger King got robbed. Damn. So I went to Burger King, and it was, it's on the beat. So I know I know this Burger King. So I go up in there. I know the ladies working there, and 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 and, and the guys working there. And I went in there. I said, "What? Well, hey, what's up? I know the people. I know someone by their first names. Hey, what's going on?" And the the it, it's you know we there's some streetwalkers out there, and you know okay. And one of them came in there. Now it's it's they was doing the the, the uh, drawers. They was changing out the drawers. Uh, the register, the cash registers, I'm sorry. And she said it over on the side where it was seen, where you can go and reach and grab it. And old, old girl came in there and she saw it. So she, she jumped over the counter, grabbed the money and, and left. 
So I went in, I said, so who is on? I said, so who is? It? They say, yeah, you know her. She the one with the uh, with the tattoo on her cheek. I know her because I talked to her. I said, I'll be right back. Now, it took me a little bit. It took me some hours to look for her because she got some loot. So she was able to get a little. So, but as soon as I saw her, I said, yeah, there we go. Come, come. I knew her by name and everything. What I did was when I was driving around looking for her, I seen some players and see people that I know. I rolled up on them. I tell them, touch the hood. Listen, this is not what's going on. I just need to get some information. But I don't want you, you know, I don't want, I don't want to put you on blast like you talk to, you know what I'm saying, to, oh, the, to, the, to the police. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I have them stretched, have, have them stretched out. I said, I'm looking for such and such, such and such. Oh, yeah, she's over in it. All right, cool. All right, man, how's yeah, don't do that stuff again, man. I'm gonna bust your ass, you know. So, yep. so, so yep. you know, just that's how we work. That, that's an example right there on how to work together. Something yeah. happened at this show. I was able to talk to community members because I know them, and they was able to help me out and end up finding finding an old girl. So you see my point about that's rare because you know the people. How many officers are taking that time right. to 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 get to know the people in that area? And I'm glad that that new officer saw that. Because that's a good example. Uh -huh. And see, I think that's where, see, you know what, we, we, we got something brewing here. See, that's where it comes down to. When you talk about being the change, talk is cheap. Practice what you preach. So if you out here saying, mm -hmm. hey, this is the things that I want to be happening in the policing, well, you got to go out there and do it. But now you're modeling mm -hmm. that behavior for a young officer. Maybe he remembers that. Maybe right. he... Yeah, because starts to kind of think, oh, maybe that might be the way that I might handle myself out here. Yeah, you know, because he even said, he was like, oh, man, dude, that's that's some old school stuff. Well, I mean, I, I almost got 20 years on. And then I was, somebody, a, a veteran officer taught me that, and he instilled that in me, and I, I use that to this day. You know, we go out there, the greatest weapon you can have is your mouthpiece. That's the greatest weapon you can have for that, uh, being a police officer. Real talk. So you understand that. You 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 figure that out. You figure out the whole game of policing because it's not going around cracking heads or being uh being negative towards people. It's it, there's a place and time for that, of course, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you're dealing with you're dealing with fools out there. But it's, it's to have a balance and have a good balance where hey. I can go and I can I can rap with this situation or talk this. I can be I can have people come up to me. Hey, I need this. I'm I'm hurting. Or, or what can you do? Or this and that. And I'm sure should be able to 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 give people information or help people out. It it's a two way street. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. In order to, to in order to, to 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 work together and to evolve with one another, we have to have a relationship. Have to. That's the only way. That's the only way you're going to change this thing. No, I mean, dude, I agree 100% what you said. and and But that's what we're talking about here on this show. Think about this, audience. There's so many people out here, and, and I mentioned this, and I'm going to keep saying this. You can't expect things to change overnight. You also can't expect things to change by just depending on other people around you to be responsible for that change. We got to take control of our own destiny, meaning your community. If you don't like the things that's going on in your community, step up. I'm going to tell a story here. In the town that I live in, there was a contractor that was doing work in one of the alleys out here. And a city inspector pulled up. She couldn't get past him. And she basically was like, you need to move your truck. Well, the guy is 
up on the damn pole doing work. And it's like anybody else sees something like that, they say, you know what, fuck it. I'll just back up, go around the other way. But no, she wanted him to get down from where he was at and to move his vehicle so she could pass through the alley. He said he wasn't moving. So she proceeded to call him the N-word. He calls the police. The police come. They take the statement. She admits that she called him the N-word. They said, what did you say? She said, I called him the N-word. Now, obviously the outrage comes. The guy, he reports it. Channel 2 News gets a hold of the story. But nothing happens to this lady. She's a city inspector and she's a part of the school board. Mm -hmm. But do you know what people in this town did? And this is why I'm proud to live in a town like this. They stood up for this brother, this contractor. Mm. They passed out a petition. They, they, they presented that petition to that school board. That lady resigned. See, you don't need to have somebody like that working around children. You don't need someone like that making no. decisions that pertain to children. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That's the problem. That is the problem. And there's many more of them out there like that, Jules. But see, the problem is there's people that will sit by, won't say anything about those situations. You have to stand up for the things that you want to see change. We can't put up with that type of shit no more. We got to take back control of our communities. I say this all the time. When we were growing up, Jules, yeah, things happen in our communities. But the people were the heart and soul of those communities. That's not the case today. No, I, I, Prez, I, dude, you, you hit everything on the head on there, man, because, and, and I'm glad with the story that you, you had told, because I, I just saw that story recently, and, and, and it was like, man, even in 2022, we got people still acting and thinking, and thinking this, this behavior is cool. Right. And but I am glad I am glad that brother stood up and glad that they booted her. You know, she resigned over the girl. But I'm yeah. pretty sure they forced her. Out. They forced her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they forced her yep. because no, nah, no, nah, that's uh, and there was those 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 problems there right there, man. We don't we don't need why, you know, you know, I'm, I'm glad that it happened. So now it if. If you do have that mentality, you, you know, you, you keep it in check or you try to change your ways. Things happen because the world's like this now because there's selfish, a lot of selfish people in this world. People, uh -huh. you know, whatever the case may be, you know, just haters, just everywhere. You know, you look at yourself, as we said this plenty of times, the man in the mirror, that person in the mirror, uh -huh. you know, I remember... Pac said, man, I, I won't be the person that, 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 that change it, but at least be the spark. Well, hell, you can be the spark, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. you know, you can be the spark. And then eventually it will catch fire and it'll and it'll and it'll and it'll blaze. So I uh, man, it's and it's so and there's so much stuff to go around to do things. I mean, like you say, just start with one and, and go from there. Yeah, I mean, and the last thing that I just want to talk about, Jules, is empathy. That's something that we're lacking in this world. Just because Jules and I are homeowners, just because Jules and I maybe have a nice car or two, doesn't mean that I can't still remember where I came from. 
It doesn't mean that I can't still see someone out there in need that I want to help out. That not just throwing dollars at them, but really helping them. There's people out here, just because you give them $20, that don't change their condition. They don't change their situation. Mm -hmm. And I've told you, right, right. I've talked about that a lot on this show. See, the root cause is, is what the situation is. And I think I shared this story with you many years ago, Jules. There was a cat, young cat, was outside of a, a Walgreens with his son. They were selling candy bars. You know how people do the little hustle for the basketball day. And I noticed this cat, like, just a lot doing this with the candy bars, and people weren't really fucking with him. And I, I pulled up on the side of the guy, and I said, man, where does your team play? Where does the team play? I'm asking him questions about the basketball team, right? And he's like, oh, man, um, we, we play on these days. I'm like, I'd love to see you guys play. I said, give me an address. Let me, let me get your number. He said, oh, 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 I don't have a phone. And I'm like, well, give me an address of where the, where the games are played. Couldn't give me an address. Uh -huh. I said, mm -hmm. you're not really doing this for a basketball team, right? This is just me. I'm not blowing, I'm not airing them out. I said, right. where are you working, man? He said, I don't have a job. He said, this, this is like my, this is my income here. And so I'm like, okay, so you hustling. You're do, doing what you got to do. All right. I said, what kind of skills you got? Tell me, well, I used to um, I used to be a chef. I used to be a cook. I'm like, what happened with that? Well, I got fired. So I'm learning a little bit about his background. And I'm like, well, do you have a felony? Do you, are you able to work in the profession again? Yeah. I'm like, are you willing? Yeah, I just, uh, when I got fired, you know, it's just like if I tell the last reason why, I, 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 the last position I was in, if I tell them I get fired, then, you know, they're going to like look down on my, on my past. So I just started hustling. Uh, I didn't want to work for people that was just going to be able to just fire me and, and take my money away from me. I'm like, yeah, but being outside of these elements, man, selling these candy bars, people are looking at you and they know that this isn't for a basketball team, bro. So I said, this is what I'm going to do. Because Jules at the time, when I was working at Career Builder, I worked in the hospitality uh, industry or the hospitality sector. So I've worked with a lot of contacts at hotels. So mm -hmm. I reached out to a couple people. I got the guy's information. He had a cell phone. He was just bullshitting. But he finally gave me his number. I put a couple calls in for him. And he got hired as a, as a cook. Now, it wasn't no glorious cook job. It ain't like what people think, like right. some five-star chef. But you know what? He off the street hustling them damn candy bars. And my whole thing is just because I would have given him $20 to bought them candy bars because he says it's for this basketball team. No. The root issue was this man was unemployed. He didn't see a way out. He didn't see another way that he could do anything. And I tried to help. Mm -hmm. Because I, it was like a two or three times. You know how you notice you see something two or three times and the third time I finally was like, Oh, I got curious. I'm like, where the basketball team play? Because I, I walked past you a couple of times and I feel bad for that. Where, where they play? And then you know how you know, your, your intuition hits you. I'm like, wait a minute. They, they, they ain't got no damn basketball team. Damn. But the point of that story is, audience, is that mm -hmm. sometimes we don't know how we can be a blessing to others. And so mm -hmm. sometimes, man, just be kind, have empathy. You're not better than the next person. Some people may have, um, some people may have had some shortcomings. Maybe some people have slipped and fall. But you know, 
<laughs> like the old proverb said, the old proverb says, fall down seven, stand up eight. Mm-hmm. Well, ain't no better oh, than yeah. nobody else, bro. Oh, yeah. You got to keep moving now. You got to keep moving. Man, that's what's up right there, uh, Prez. Hey, just. <laughs> uh, Prez, I think pretty much you said it all. Man, if I fall down seven to stand up eight, man. That right there is just, just move mountains because no matter what you're trying to do out there, you're going to have some bumps and bruises and, you know, everybody needs a hand. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Everybody need everybody needs some, you know, some help. Yeah, we've all had it. And anyone so, that says that they, anyone that says they haven't is a liar. We've all had it. Right, right. So, if you see somebody need that hand, and you can be the you know like like says, you can be that blessing to somebody. Man, just think, just think, just think what you'd be able to do with that. Should be like a domino effect. One person helped this person. He helped this person. That person helped that person. Should be a domino effect, man. Yes, sir. Well, Jules, got to hit him with that curtain call, my guy. Press, this curtain call goes out to HUD. After conducting a federal investigation, HUD found that the city of Chicago was relocating polluting businesses to the Latino and Black communities. Salute to HUD's research that proved, without a shadow of a doubt, that systemic racism in Chicago was creating sacrifice zones and putting the most vulnerable in harm's way. HUD, President I and Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast family, salute you and appreciate all your hard work. Hey, Jules, thanks for that curtain call. Audience, as always, we appreciate your continued support of this platform. As we always say, without you, we wouldn't be. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast. Thanks for listening.